Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 488, How I'm Living Small in a Not-So-Tiny Home by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And I'm Justin Mollock. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you for free, usually from blogs covering personal development and minimalism, from popular authors like Mark and Angel, who I'm reading tomorrow, the minimalist Leo Babauta of Zen Habits, James Clear, and more, including today's author, Kate Flanders. And today's post is a bit longer than what I typically read, kind of like yesterday, so I'll keep this intro nice and short for you and start optimizing your life. How I'm Living Small in a Not-So-Tiny Home by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com When I decided to move to Squamish, I knew I wanted this relocation to be different than any of the others I had done in the past. Before, I would have just packed up all of my belongings, carried them out of one home and into another. I wouldn't have paused to question if I actually liked everything enough to bring it with me. My actions would have been automatic. Pack, carry out, carry in, unpack. Return it all back to its usual places, only this time inside a new home. Recycle the cardboard boxes and put the whole thing behind me, then carry on with life as usual. Everything about this move felt different. For starters, I wasn't moving for a job or my family or a relationship or anything else. I moved for me. This is where I want to be. Of everywhere I've lived and traveled, Squamish is the only town I ever felt like I belonged. In Toronto, I always felt like a fraud, a girl who dressed in black to fit in, but who couldn't hide the fact that the cement towers didn't measure up to the mountains. I felt better in Port Moody, with the ocean, lakes, and mountains in my backyard, but Squamish feels like home in a way that I haven't experienced before. For that reason, I wanted every step of this moving process to be intentional. I didn't want to unpack boxes and regret dragging any old clutter into my new home. I also didn't want to bring some of the furniture I had owned since my early 20s and once bought for all the wrong reasons. Essentially, I didn't want to bring anything that would have been at odds with the life and lifestyle I want. Instead, I wanted to bring everything I own that aligns with my values and piece together the rest as I build a life here. It probably won't surprise you when I say that one of my values is to live small. What does living small mean? If you're imagining me in a tiny house right now, trust me when I say, I have thought about it. I got a small settlement for my car accident after I recovered from hip surgery last year, and I did think about building a tiny house or buying an RV. There is no doubt in my mind that I'd be comfortable in a small space, and I've seen some tiny houses and shipping container homes here in Squamish. However, as tiny house dwellers will tell you, the logistics of finding a place to park your home isn't always easy to manage. And I don't believe you need to live in a small space in order to live small. Instead, I would say my definition of living small is identical to Melanie's. It means living below your means, 
living with less stuff, making do and mending, prioritizing your life and living more. I would also add getting involved in your community and supporting your local economy to the list. Living small is essentially not chasing more, but instead learning to find the more in less. It's about utilizing the space you have, shrinking your carbon footprint, and being an active member in your community, whatever that looks like for you. How I'm living small in 676 square feet. When I started searching for a rental in Squamish, I knew I had a couple odds stacked against me. For starters, Squamish had the lowest vacancy rate in British Columbia last fall, and that remains to be an issue today. The real estate market has also blown up here, and property assessments increased by as much as 70% this year. Yes, that number was shocking to even those of us who know how crazy the markets are here in the lower mainland. As a renter, that means it's extremely difficult to find an affordable place to live. I was prepared for my search to take months. Somehow, it only took a few weeks to find a place to live, and I have to say, I was surprised by how relaxed it was. Of the three places I saw, all three were offered to me, and not a single one asked me to fill out an application, provide references, or do a credit check. Maybe that's normal here? Or maybe that's what happens when you tell your potential future landlords that your entire life, including all your numbers, are online. My blog is like an insurance policy. Hi, landlords. I moved in two weeks ago and truly feel like I'm living small, but with a decent amount of space. Here's how. I'm living within my means. I would love to say that I'm living below my means here, but the truth is that I set a max budget for myself and that's what I've ended up paying. My search criteria was pretty open. I just wanted to be in a condo downtown. Yes, I have a car and could drive from wherever, but I wanted to be within walking distance of stores, coffee shops, the library, and some trails. The place I moved into fits that bill and is on the top floor of a new building and has a view of Mount Garibaldi. I couldn't be happier. Oh, and after some negotiation, my landlords offered me a fixed price contract that says they won't increase my rent. I'm living with less stuff. Perhaps the biggest change I made during this move was the fact that I didn't bring a few key pieces of furniture with me. Couch, coffee table, desk. Instead of buying more stuff from Ikea or making any impulse purchases, I'm currently living without those things and making do with what I have while I look for what I want. My hope is that I can utilize the secondhand economy and find the coffee table and desk online. Knowing how many quality pieces I've sold online myself, I know there's good stuff out there. Now it's my turn to find what I want. Another big change I made was my decision not to bring my TV. I haven't had a cable in years and only use my TV as another screen to stream Netflix from but I barely watch that now either. Carrie and I talked about how to define your values on budgets and cents last week. And when I think about what I value doing in my personal time at home, it's being creative and reading books. It is not watching TV. Now my grand plan is to buy a stand-up desk for my iMac, which can also serve as my TV stand or TV when I feel like watching something. Multi-purpose furniture for the win. I'm getting involved in my community. It's only been two weeks, but I've already connected with a handful of creatives and small business owners here. It also looks like I'll be one of the first people working from a new co-working space. I've met a few of my neighbors, including the guy next door whose dog can squeeze between our two decks to come say hi. I spent probably way too much time chatting with the librarian when I picked up my library card. And when possible, I've been supporting local businesses, so far by buying coffee beans from a small batch roastery. Mmm. This is only the beginning of what I hope is to come. I'm prioritizing my life and living more. Finally, this one isn't hard for me as I've been practicing it for the past couple years, but living small means prioritizing my life, not my home. 
I didn't move to Squamish so I could live in this particular condo or furnish it with particular items. I moved here because of everything else it has to offer. The outdoors, the activities, and the small town community vibe. Yes, my home is still where I'll spend the majority of my time because I work from here, but that doesn't mean my home is a priority. Living is my priority. Sharing experiences with people is my priority. So that's what I'm doing. You just listened to the post titled How I'm Living Small in a Not-So-Tiny Home by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I've been reading some longer posts lately, giving you your full money's worth. Oh wait, this podcast is free. But I do have a Patreon page set up now if you want to help. I'm trying to reach $500 a month, which will cover almost all of the next podcast monthly costs. One that I'm hoping to launch in the next two weeks, actually. I am giving some cool bonuses for different contribution levels. The first bonus starts at only $2 a month. That's about six pennies per episode. I'd greatly appreciate the help. You can come by oldpodcast.com help to learn more. And I'll leave it there for now. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from Mark and Angel. Stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.